Hello, I'm Thomas Thorogood. I work as the media producer at a Christian ministry called Speak Life. And this is my love letter to Frank Amanka. And you're also my brother. I think it's worth saying. Yes. And I'm the brother of the guy who hosts this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And I did the music for this podcast. Basically, none of this could have happened without me. (laughs) I I agree. (laughs) to Branding Love Letters, exploring the emotions brands evoke and the journeys they take us on. I'm Sam Thurigood, a graphic designer and your host. In each episode, I invite a guest to pick their favourite brand and unpack why it means so much to them. This podcast is a celebration of the branding that informs impacts and inspires us. So, without further ado. I first encountered Frank Amanka when a shop opened in Cambridge on a street near the market, so very centrally, and discovered it was this pizza place heard word of mouth that the pizza from said joint was good and so i decided to go along and then it very quickly became a tradition uh for me and my two friends james bradley and daniel williams ruith uh, i'm allowed to name check them because we actually met last weekend to do a Frankamanka reunion in london but it became a tradition for us every thursday after our maths supervision uh, to go to Frankamanka and have lunch. And so it holds a special place in my heart from my uni days. And what was it about this brand that drew you in at first? To be honest, the thing that drew me in first was just the pizza. Uh, <laughs> I just, I just, I guzzle pizza. <laughs> And, and can I'm we just, can we paint a bit of a picture? What kind of what kind of pizza is this? We're talking sourdough pizzas, stone baked, you know, done on, on a, in a pizza oven where they use one of those flat kind of it looks a bit like the oar of a boat, and you put the pizza on that and you shove it in the oven. And I know from someone who's actually built one of these in their garden, I think that it gets to a very high temperature. It's sort of almost 300 degrees or something. Uh, So we're talking a very hot oven. You put a bit of semolina on the the paddle uh, under the pizza, which lubricates it. It's a bit like couscous, actually, in texture. It's powder. And that's the only way, really, in this special oven to get pizza that tastes like that. You know, big bubbly crust, little bit scorched. Uh, and it's a very distinctive, it's unlike the pizza you could do in at home. It's unlike buying a pizza and putting it in the oven, a frozen pizza or anything like that. And so I think it was the first time I'd ever had that sort of pizza, you know, proper pizza in a restaurant uh, for a long time. Uh, so each one comes out different. No two Frankamanka pizzas are the same. Big bubbly crust, slightly scorched. And yeah delicious 
And it's part of the reason why this pizza restaurant holds such a special place in your heart, because is it because it's tied to these memories of, of university and of friendship and of conversations after lectures? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it feels like a lot of a lot of significant things from my life happened in Frankamanka. It was it was kind of this base that I kept uh, revisiting at uni. No pun intended. Um, <laughs> so, I'm I'm a filmmaker, and uh, I kind of got into filmmaking at uni. And it was always the place I chose to arrange meetings and stuff. So when I was asked to direct a film based on a poem that someone had written, I met with the poet uh, Frank Amanka to talk about the vision for it. I met about the I met with the composer for the film that I was working with to talk about the film there. So these were people that I'd never met before, but I chose for our first meeting and planning session to be in Frank Amanka. And there's something very disarming about having business conversations or creative conversations with completely strangers over food and especially over pizza because you know it's it's quite awkward to eat actually and so if you're struggling through that together it takes it's just very disarming and vulnerable eating with people i think is a very underrated kind of icebreaker so i highly recommend it to me frankamanka always felt like a very calm place i knew exactly what i was going to get when i went there and and so i loved inviting people along because it wasn't going to be an awkward you know place where i'd be unfamiliar with the system i knew exactly what it would be like and it's it's just a it, it became a very calm place to go to to return to talk to me about the atmosphere in the restaurant itself is there music what are the what are the servers wearing you know what's the feel when you when you step in Frankamankas have a very consistent interior design. I mean, more consistent than than probably any other restaurant chain I can think of. So you come in, there's exposed ventilation pipes on the ceiling, mirrors on the walls, blackboards on the wall with the specials. There's a sign that says lose, L-O-O-S, pointing to a door which goes to the toilets, which I always found quite funny because loo, the term loo to me feels like a very British phrase uh, for talking about toilet. But all of them, all of them have that kind of sign that looks like it's hand-painted. I don't think it is. I think it's a, a something that's been printed on the wall, but it says loos. There's a wooden floor with patches that are tiled and bits of broken tile of the same design are used to form a mosaic on the pizza oven. This is Genuinely, every Frankamanka has the same mosaic on the pizza oven. Open plan, so you see the pizza oven, you see the chefs preparing the pizzas uh, behind the bar. So everyone's in the same room, the, where the food's being prepared, where you sit, where you pay. It's all in the same place. You come to your table, there's a menu on each place on the table, which doubles as a placemat for the course of your meal normally. It's a double-sided sheet of A3. And there are eight sourdough pizzas to choose from. Used to be six from my uni days, but they've they've increased it to eight now. And you can get sides, you can get starters, you can get desserts, but there's no pasta dishes, no lasagna, anything like that. It's not an Italian restaurant. It's specifically a pizza oven. So they do a very small number of things, but they do them well. On each table, there's a recycled tin can full of cutlery. Always, It's always a recycled tin can, kind of like a big soup can or something like that. Um, 
every Frank Manka I've been to has that. And then there's a metal holder that's containing two bottles. One is chili oil, one's garlic oil. Every table has one of those. And then there's a big wooden pepper shaker as well. So this is what I mean about Frankamanka being a, a consistent, calm space where I feel like I know exactly what I'm going to get because I've been to Frankamankas all over the country, Edinburgh, London, Cambridge, Bristol, Brighton. All of them are exactly like that, down to the <laughs> recycled tin cans on the table containing the cutlery. And for you, what emotions does all of that evoke for you? I think it's a homey feel. It's a homemade, handmade feel. Even though it's a chain, uh, it's a, quite a small chain. I think they only have 70 restaurants in the UK. They've been going since 2008, started in Brixton. But uh, so it, it, it is a chain. Um, but it has this handmade feel. And to, to a degree, it is handmade. You know, you're seeing your pizza be made by hand and put in the oven by hand. But the fact that every restaurant consistently delivers this, this handmade feel uh, and the, the interior design is rustic and yet it's completely repeatable across all their restaurants, I think that's genius for, you, for, <laughs> for, for each one to feel homemade and rustic and yet it's part of a chain. I've, I've never seen that be done before, I don't think. So I, yeah, the homemade, the sense that you're coming in, it's an informal environment. This isn't posh dining. This is student, kind of pretty cheap, chilled, uh, just hanging out for an afternoon. I'd ne I've never been on my own. I'd, I'd never get Frank Amanka takeaway on my own because for me, the experience has always been enjoying it with other people. Mm. Uh, so, so the sense of community, family, friends around the table, breaking pizza, uh, that, that for me has always been at the heart of the FM experience, I'd say. And talk to me more about the, the visual identity. So, you know, the, lo the logo, the colours, the typography, and, and the way that that is all presented in the signage, in the menus, um, on the storefront. What does that do and how does that play into this? home homely feel that's being created right well the logo is is rubbish and <laughs> but that's what i love about it in fact i have here someone gave me for my birthday a frankamanka gift card turns out i must <laughs> i must just subconsciously talk about frankamanka a lot wow, because look at that. Uh, so, the a... so go on hold it up so the logo is it's it's just the words Franco Manca in a sort of um, hand script, slightly childish um, kind of blocky uh, text, as if it's been written by a by a toddler. Um, yeah, all all block capitals as well. Capitals, isn't it? and it just says Franco Manca sourdough pizza in uh, in in small text, and then the 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 logo mark itself is is I guess it's a pizza, but I mean it could be. It's just a spiral, isn't it? It's just been drawn very quickly, and it looks like it's been kind of um, done by a yeah, again by a by a toddler. Um, yeah, and and I love the kind of is, is it recycled paper? Would you say a kind of slightly? It's a slightly brown paper. I don't it's know. Like maybe a pretty but... uh, pretty nice uh, recycled uh, stock of of paper. Yeah, 
Yeah, and there's there's something of the slapdash about all of it. That's that's what I love about it. Is 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 this homemade, um, slightly boshed out feel that it consistently hits? Because the point is that the quality. The point is, is actually you say it's Robert. It's actually a very good logo. Sure, but it's it's um, the way it's being presented. It does create this instantly. You're you're in a. You're in a home. You're in the the home of an Italian family who are just boshing out some delicious home cooked pizzas for you, aren't you? It doesn't feel like you're entering into a posh, um, you know, high high culture old cuisine kind of experience. It's very much you're being invi- invited into the into the front room of a of a family and 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 welcomed to to, to share <laughs> around yeah. the table. And Absolutely. the logo is doing all of that. The the, the typography is 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 that. So, in a yeah, sense, it's yeah, incredibly sorry, successful. yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean it. it I mean it's rubbish in You're the best facetious. sense of the word. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. It's it's family life, and it's you know you're invited in, and it feels like you're being invited into someone's home. And yes, there may be some kids playing around. Uh, you, you know, there's it's it's a bit messy, um, but hey. It's family. It's real. It's raw, and we have good pizza that kind of is made from the heart. That that for me has always been the feel of it, and I think you're absolutely right that the logo does does help present that. I mean, it looks like something that someone has scribbled on a napkin with a biro, mm. which again is 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 what I love about it. Yeah, um, and interesting go. that there's no um, there's no glossy photos of the uh, of the pizza in in this particular. Um, gift card it's very much like you say someone's someone's done the gift card for you on a, on a napkin and, and handed it to you and um and there's a simplicity there's a real kind of almost like a poverty to their to their brand <laughs> it's not it's not it's not glossy it's not prestige it's it's quite rough and ready just looking at the gift card itself it has a again what looks like a very hand-drawn image of a man standing on a plane the plane has a pizza behind the propeller no explanation whatsoever but i, I kind of love that it just it 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 it's just the sort of thing the sort of quirky thing that you might see in a a, Quint, a quentin blake illustration in a children's book it doesn't need an explanation um it just is it's mm. it's it's just it's just something fun and engaging to just draw you in um yeah what has Franco Manca done that has surprised you? I was surprised to hear that they're now selling their pizzas in supermarkets. So I, I knew you, you can get Pizza Express pizzas in supermarkets. Now that that doesn't that isn't a surprise to me because they're they're a huge brand. I mean, I think they have almost five hundred uh, restaurants in the UK. So I was surprised to hear that Frank Amanka was doing it. They only have 70 pizzerias in the UK, as I was saying, which feels reasonably small to me. And I don't think I would go for them personally, the supermarket ones, because as I say, for me, Frank Amanka has always been about enjoying it with friends in the restaurant. For me, actually going to the restaurant is is part of the experience. Um, but you know, all power to them in that. I mean, it's delicious pizza and they're providing more means to obtain it. But I was surprised to hear about that. I think mum actually got one from a supermarket recently. So, right. yeah. 
and I took her to Frankamanka in Brighton when she visited. So um, a lot of a lot of when people meet up with me, it defaults to Frankamanka. I'm slightly ashamed to say, but they don't seem to mind. So I keep dragging them along. Have there been any times when it's been difficult to love the brand? Once it did take two hours for the pizza to come. Two hours? Yes. Gosh. Which which was abnormal. Uh, I think that was, it hadn't been open for long in Cambridge and we, we'd gone for one of our post-supervision pizzas. And yeah, that that isn't great, is it? And other people in the, the room who had ordered after us were getting their pizza before us. So we did... We did just well. My friend is is less reserved than I am, and so he he was very upfront about this, and he said, "I, I don't think this is very good." And yeah, f- very kindly they did uh, refund it, I believe, or certainly knock the price down a bit. So that wasn't great, but I, yeah, I think they got a little bit swamped. I, it struck me that they were still trying to find their feet, and and when I've been recently in almost universally in their other restaurants, the service has actually been very good, I think. So yeah, I think it's all part of just the logistical challenge of starting up a, a restaurant chain, especially because there were times when it gets it got very busy, the Cambridge one, uh, very central location. People love it. So there'd be times when absolutely crowded and there's only one pizza oven so that that was when it was hard to like it but when the pizza arrived all was all was forgotten and forgiven so there we go and how would you describe this brand to someone who's never heard of them before so say you're wanting to invite a friend along to come to to Frankomanka but they they don't really know what it is what is this weird word what what is Frankomanka you know Tell me more. How would you how would you sell it to them? I think Franco Manca means Franco is missing in Italian. Um, no explanation for that whatsoever, given within the restaurant. Or, <laughs> but again, I kind of love it. It's it's a quirky name. It's not called. It doesn't have pizza in the title. It's almost counterintuitively more memorable because it's just something completely that feels like it's completely unrelated. I imagine it's to do with the founder in some way. But um, yeah, it's rustic, affordable sourdough pizza, does what it says on the tin, Mediterranean feel. Someone pointed this out to me the other day. There's a very big difference between American style pizza and Mediterranean or Italian style pizza. I think, you know, Francomanca is not the place to go if you're a fan of pizzas with stuffed crust, barbecue sauce, thick bases that's more an american style domino style pizza some people like that i'm personally more a fan of the very simple just tomato cheese uh, mozzarella just tomato and mozzarella and then maybe one topping in addition to that but less is more i think in a way and that's what Frankamanka is i always go for exactly the same order i go for the number six pizza organic tomato cured chorizo and british mozzarella small bottle of organic lemonade, which they make themselves, I believe. So it comes in a little glass bottle with a stopper and it has little brown grains floating in it. I think that's nutmeg that they use to to season it. But, but the reason I mentioned that is that's what the pizzas are like in the menu. Pretty much all of them can be summed up with less than five to, ingredients. So it's it's simple, rustic, Mediterranean-style pizza, not American pizza. 
Are the pizzas, so they're numbered? Each pizza has a, has a number. Do they have a name as well? Or is it just, I'm going to get the number five? Yeah, it's just the number. So yeah, the menu will say something like six organic tomato cured chorizo and British mozzarella. So again, I kind of like that. <laughs> just the, the simplicity of a number six, please. How would you summarize your journey with Franco Manca? I would say that Franco Manca is is a, a homely base that I keep returning to, I inescapably keep returning to. Even though I've moved to a different part of the country now, I just keep gravitating back to it. With those two friends that I, I mentioned, we met up to have a reunion there. It could only have been in Frankamanka. It couldn't have been any, anywhere else. So it's this homely base. It reminds me of my student days. So I always get a bit of a flood of nostalgia, which I think can be a dangerous thing. You don't want to cling to the past but i think food is so effective at conjuring memories and and revisiting moments of your life that you're thankful for and i just think how many moments i've enjoyed with people over frankamanka pizza so it, it holds a special place in my heart and i think i think i think always will in a way part of the reason this brand in particular has got under my skin is that it doesn't feel corporate it doesn't feel cynical and corporate and, and money, which might be part of the genius of how they make themselves look homemade and rustic. Maybe this is all premeditated, but maybe maybe not uh, entirely. I think that might be a bit of a bit of a, a straw man, should we say? But uh, I, yeah, I think it doesn't feel corporate, and so maybe that's why I I have no difficulty uh, being effusive about it. Um, Thomas, tell me more about you. Who are you? And um, where, where people can connect with what you're, what you're doing. Yeah, so my name's Thomas. Um, I'm the media producer at a, a Christian ministry called Speak Life. So I do uh, videos and podcasts. You can check out our work at, at speaklife.org.uk. And as part of that, I do a bit of film composing as well. I do that in my free time as well for short films so um you can check out my work at stirandfry.org fantastic well finally i would love to hear your love letter to franco manka dear franco manka thank you for providing a place for me to enjoy time with my friends over good pizza uh, for me to think about creative projects with people I'd met for the first time. And thank you for always being there, uh, no matter where I've lived in the country, with your delicious pizza from Thomas. Well, Thomas Thorogood, thank you very much for letting us hear your branding love letter. Thank you. You've been listening to Branding Love Letters, and I've been Sam Thurgood. I'm on a mission. Equip pioneers like you to bring others onto your journey. Come and find out more at www.pilgrimage.design. Thanks for listening. Oh, and big thanks to Thomas Thurgood for the music. Take it away. Tommy boy. Thank you.